It's six o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on Mutiny Radio. Every Monday from 6 to 7.50-ish. We've got a really stacked list tonight. And, um, yeah, and it's funny because the person who wanted to go first isn't here yet. So the person who wanted to go earlier who is here is going to go. That's great. We're really we're not going to do uh, comments tonight because there's just not time. We've got like woo so many comics, uh, but put your hands together, Harry. I'm going to put you up first. Yeah, because Ian Levy isn't here, and there we go, everybody. Put your hands together for Harry Zucker. Yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, this is this mic. Okay, all the mics. Hey, uh, cool. Yeah, great to be going first. Um, I feel like seafood is only food that gets better when it's around while you're eating it. You know, I don't really like to look humans in the eyes while I'm eating them. I feel like uh, you know, magic tricks, you know, are kind of for like a post-sorcery age that we're in now. You know, that probably didn't go over too well in the Middle Ages. You sometimes meet kids that are magicians, like little kids. You know, they learn some card tricks. And they come up to you and they want to do the card trick at your uh, family gathering, you know, or whatever. And you entertain it. You go, oh, that, that's, that's nice, kid. And you go, oh, there's a card trick. But th- there's a limit to how good the kid can be, you know. Because if, if that kid pulls out some crazy fucking shit, you go, whoa, Bobby, holy shit. It's, it, it becomes less cool, you know. You, you ever, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Joke workshop. Do you ever ever wonder why there's no female magicians? Uh, Because we killed them all in Salem. Back in the, yeah, they were just magicians. Um, I went to the doctor, and then the the doctor brought in this other guy who was not a doctor. He said, this is a doctor in training. I was like, oh, okay. And so he's, um, and with the doctor, he's, he's, uh, he's checking my balls, you know, it's a normal thing. He's checking my balls to see if it's something he likes to do. And, uh, <laughs> and then the, the, the doctor in training's in the back, like, <laughs> and the doctor's, hey, hey, man, keep it together, man. Be, be cool. You know, you know, you know, can't, can't live on to the, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. All right, um, let me see. Yeah, my friend said um, Stevie Wonder isn't actually blind. You guys ever hear someone <laughs> say, people sometimes say Stevie Wonder isn't really blind. And they say, yeah, he's not actually technically blind. Stevie Wonder can see shapes. I said, shapes? What are you, that's fucking blind. What are you talking about? Man? You can't substitute senses like that. It's not, it's not, it's not uh, cool. Um, I th- uh, sometimes I, I think about uh, having kids. You know, I think I only want to have kids. And then I remember that kids are super nosy. Kids are like the nosiest motherfuckers ever. They go through everything, you know? And that, that, w- that wouldn't work for me. You know, the, whole, the whole nightmare situation of like a kid like finding the gun or something awful, right? I, I'd be worried about the kid finding my MDMA. I've got a lot of ecstasy right now. That would really fucking blow if my kid found that shit. Or like the kid would find my or his mother's nudes. That'd be fucked up. That'd be really fucked up. I'm, uh, I'm in a long-distance relationship, and so, you know, sending nudes is, is a, a part of that relationship. And um, my, my girlfriend sends these nudes, and they're really good. They're really good. Not because I think she's attractive or anything, but, well, that too. But they're, they're, <laughs> they're, like, they're like nice nudes. She looks beautiful, and they're, they're well lit. And then I'm like, okay, well, it's time to reciprocate. I got to send something back. And I go to take the picture, and it's just fucking frightening. <laughs> it, 
it's terrifying. I can't, I can't send that. I'm like, how do I? I can't get the lighting right. Ooh, that's that's not it. Like her nudes are the kind of nudes like if they got leaked, it'd be, it'd be fine. She'd be fine. If mine got leaked, I would be gone. I would be uh, ended over. Anyway, all right. Thank you guys. Harry Zucker, everyone. Hooray. Yay. Uh, a couple of people just walked in the room. I don't know if they are comics or real people, but that's exciting. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Ian Levy. Yay. Good. I uh, I recently heard that if you uh, you're feeling down about yourself, uh, you can uh, you should write out a list of all your accomplishments. Uh, so I can do that. So I got a blank page. I was like, I'm done. Okay. So there we go. There's that. Yep. Okay. I made a nifty paper airplane out of it. I lied. I don't know how to make a paper airplane. Okay. I haven't even accomplished that. That's good. I uh, what else is going on with me? Uh, I. Uh, uh, I I like uh, fun facts. I think too much. Uh, the other day, have you ever uh, missed an opportunity to give a fun fact? It's devastating. My friend was like talking to me, and he mentioned crows. He was like, oh, "I parked over by that tree, looked at crows." And then he moved on too fast, and then like later in the conversation, I was like, "Oh, I have a fun fact about crows." So he was like showing me pictures of his newborn child, and I was just like, "You know, you can teach crows to rob people." It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, you can. You can. If you teach them to bring you coins uh, and then you give them bread, they'll fly out and grab coins from other people. So there we go. A fun fact for you. But I love a good fun fact. Um, I, uh, I'm not very good at uh, doing the whole uh, dating thing. I have been. Uh, I had this happen recently. I went up uh, by my house. There's a big hill with a beautiful view of the whole city. So we're up there and we're looking out. She asked me, kind of out of the blue, she was like, so how many uh, how many women have you brought up here before? And I was just like, so many. Oh, I don't know. You see that skyline? Do you think I'm saving that for one date? You know, are you crazy? You know, I was like, you know why this date is going well? A practice, okay? I've been honing this experience for you, you know? But, you know, you shouldn't be upset I brought other women up here. You should be grateful, okay? You know why we have blankets and wine? Because the last woman I brought up here were cold and thirsty, okay? It's called incremental improvement every aspect of this date from the clothes i'm wearing to the conversation topics have been selected through trial and error okay you know you like that i knew what my star signs were you know and my moon rising yeah so did the last four women i took here so i don't yeah you know what i talked to about the fifth woman i brought up here a dragon ball z okay and she didn't call me back so i was like let's x that from the topic of conversation and come back with something new you know and I get, you know, it, 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 you know, people have said they don't feel special. They want to feel special. Well, it's like it's, you're not not special because I've done the same date with other people. You're special because I'm doing this date. You know, this is the best I can be. You know, you don't see that out in nature. You know, like a bird doing a mating dance. And, you know, another bird is like, yeah, you dance like that for all the girls. You know, no, he's just doing the best <laughs> version of his dance he could possibly can. OK, you know. So I told her, like, we're not standing on a hill. You know, we're standing on the shoulders of the women who came before us. Okay, so there we go. Okay, there's that whole little spiel. There we go. That's the buzzer. Um, I uh, I scribbled a couple of thing, other little quick things down. I uh, I think uh, it's safe to say that uh, men are more obsessed with sex than women. That's uh, 
And I think I know that only because I know uh, men who uh, have told me that they will sniff women's underwear. Uh, but I'm yet to meet a woman who's like, I love smelling boxer briefs. That is my big thing. I'm so into it. Okay, there we go. What a disgusting joke. Uh, and lastly, uh, I've been told I have a, um, I, I've been told I have a friendly face. Not a joke, okay, but okay, I'm laughing already, but that's fine. Uh, but it happens often where I'll be in a cafe and someone will come up to me and be like, "Hey, can you uh, watch my laptop while I go in the bathroom?" And I'm always like, "Sure, absolutely." But I don't know how far they expect me to go with that because if someone else came in and was like, "Hey, can I steal this laptop?" I'd be like, "Sure, absolutely." I don't know, as a you know. <laughs> They would come out of the bathroom and be like, I said, watch that. I was like, I did. I watched it go. I was like, oh, well, there we go. Okay, that's my time. Thank you very much. Yay. Hooray for Ian Levy. Yay. Yay. We have him back from town for a couple of weeks more or something like that. And then he'll leave us again. Uh, oh, really? Oh, thank you for being here so many times. Oh, my God. Such a response. Yay. Okay, cool. Well, have a good show tonight. Uh, it's a hell of a funny show with a condor and tits and comedy. Now, they call it something real, but uh, they do their boobs. But they don't actually, they, anyway, they have a full bar, so you can't see the whole thing. Your next comedian, clap your hands. Are you going by your pseudonym or by your real name? It, whatever. Okay, put your hands together for Hillary Landon. Yay! I do understand that. Hi there, guys. Um, I made this promise to myself that I was going to try to do all clean comedy, and I when I came back and it's just it's really fucking hard. It's really hard because something happened to me this weekend and I was like, fuck, I got to talk about this. So um, for those of you who don't know, I took a break because I was kind of busy having another like nervous breakdown. I totally had a like a, a 180 lifestyle change and I basically quit my tech job and started going to cosmetology school. So it's been fun. It's been really fun to be in school, and it's amazing to be in school at like this late of age. Um, you learn a lot of things that the kids are doing these days, um, mostly by going by you know um, gender neutral pronouns and whatnot. But um, the thing that happened to me this weekend. So now being in beauty school, one of the things they tell you they teach you all these business um, sort of techniques and and how to be you know it's business skills, and one of them is like you you know suddenly you basically are walking advertisement for your own trade, right? Like you have to present yourself well and look nice and all this stuff. So, so I've been putting a lot more effort into the way that I look and the way I dress, which, um, you know, especially coming out of the pandemic, like hard pants were like off the table, you know, nothing with buttons or hardware or anything like that. But now I'm like wearing like these form-fitting dresses and doing all full hair and makeup. So I did, Saturday I was wearing like a relatively tight dress and I don't know, have do any of you have experience with crotchless panties? Um, I don't, I would take that as a no. Cause this was my first experience with crotchless panties on Saturday. And I would tell you the reason why. Um, because I was wearing, because of this form fitting dress, I was wearing shapewear, which if you're not familiar with that, it's basically Spanx. So it's basically like the modern girdle. And it's one of these pieces where it goes from your knees right up to below your chest. And so it has straps though that go over your shoulders. So if you're wearing like a one piece dress, they very conveniently decided to cut out the crotch so that you don't have to take off your entire outfit and then pull down the thing. Plus it's a fucking bitch to get up and down. So I'm like, well, that's very considerate of them, right? To cut out the crotch. And, and so I'm like, well, I assume I can't wear underwear with these. There are a couple problems with this whole design. First one is the fact that the crotch is only cut out right below 
the front for number one. So no number twos in this thing, which I'm kind of like, if you're wearing something that's trying to make you skinnier, you should not be making pooping harder, right? <laughs> like you shouldn't be hindering like the ability to do a bowel movement. So I was like, and I was so nervous, like anytime I felt like I had to fart because everything's being squeezed, I'm like, oh my God, I hope that's not, I'm not gonna poop myself. But anyway, no, luckily nothing like that happened. But then the thing that I realized is that, so they kind of designed it sort of the way that like tidy whitey, like the flap on a tidy whitey is where they're supposed to overlap with one another, but it was not super well designed. So basically the thing that kept happening is that for lack of a better term, is my pussy just kept falling out of my, <laughs> my <laughs> outfit all day. And the thing that I realized, though, because I have very narrow hips and the opening is not very big, my, my lips were basically like the top of a chip bag in one of those barrette, like, chip clips. <laughs> and every time I would walk, like, it basically, like, it would be like one lip. <laughs> so anyway, that's just what happened to me. That was my whole day on Saturday, just living with that interesting experience. So I, I don't recommend um, crotchless panties, especially when they're like the most unattractive underwear you could find, which is shapewear. So, okay, thank you everyone. Yay! I was literally hyperventilating back here. That was so funny. Don't die, that was fantastic. Yay, I'm so glad you're back. Hillary, yay! Your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Prize! Hello, everyone. How's it going? How's everybody feeling? It's a Monday. Right, it's Monday, right? Thank you. Thank you. This is a, I got a new conditioner Argan Oil. Argan Oil! Woo! I'm just gonna take this little bit of time I have up here to bitch about like the uh, the uh, the hair care product sections in every store ever. Like, so I have to use like African hair care stuff. Like, 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 like I'm not even fucking. I'm not even fucking kidding you. And no matter what store I go into, the section like for all the white people stuff, the Aussie, the fucking Head and Shoulders, all the you know what I'm saying. Like, there's lots of it, but for just the stuff I need, there's one. There's like normally one rack. So. Anyway, just wanted to take a second to bitch about that. Uh, <laughs> fuck, it's hard to maintain this hair and look this good. Shit. Fuck. Love it. No, uh, I, I, I got this, these next jokes I'm about to do. Uh, I got to perform clean the other day. It's really funny to perform these jokes clean because they're, they're poop jokes. They're, they're poop jokes. Uh, and what, no, to be honest, uh, what happened is... Uh, how many of you in here have shit yourself as an adult? <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. This is like a support group for <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> anyway, uh, so in the this particular joke I'm gonna tell you is that the year 2020 was not just a, you know a bad year for the Rona and all that other shit. That was the year I shit myself four times in one year. As an adult, I shit my pants four times in one year in 2020. Uh, the f one, I just didn't make it in time. You know, that's just being honest. I was out and about, I, I, you know, I was driving home and you know what? I was alone in that car and some decisions had to be made. I made them in my pants. Uh, the second time, uh, <laughs> I had, I had gotten food poisoning, so I was sick. 
and you know I trusted a fart that I shouldn't have, right? And these, the next two is what I don't know if anybody else here has ha ever had COVID. Anybody in here had COVID? Did any of you shit yourself when you had COVID? All right, just me. Cool. I'm I'm the only one in that demographic. Okay, so I was sleeping, and I woke up in the middle of this sleep, and I had to sneeze, cough, fart all at the same time, and I just didn't know what to happen. I was like, <laughs> and then yeah, it made brown. All right, and then the last time was, this is embarrassing, right? Okay, so I've been to jail, right? Yeah, I've been to jail. <laughs> Hell yeah. I went to jail for weed. I'm a weed warrior. I fought, you know, fuck yeah. Dad, uh, my son's going to be like, Dad, you went to jail for weed? The shit we can get at 7-Eleven? Like, <laughs> fuck. No, uh, no, I went to jail for weed. And uh, I used, I could shit in front of people. I could, I could literally, if there was a toilet right, if I could open this door up. <laughs> I could open this door up so where this toilet is right here. I could sit on it. I could face all of you. I could look you in the eyes, and I could I could go to the bathroom. I could probably still do it with this microphone right now, <laughs> but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do that, Pam. Pam, I wouldn't do that. But jail, it makes you weird, you know. But this <laughs> makes it a little weird. You shit in front of other people. I was in a box with eight other people, and I just had to look at them and shit all the time in a toilet that was made of metal, so that the acoustics reverberated. All right. <laughs> I'm doing a whole shit set here. It's a little, it's a, bear with me, guys. Uh, no, uh, the last time, though, uh, this particular time, I, ha I had COVID. I was so sick. I was sicker than I ever been. Wearing basketball shorts. I just woke up with my partner. And uh, I was like, hey, we got to take our medicine. I'm looking her in the eyes just like I'm looking you in the eyes right now. And I'm looking her in the eyes, and I'm like, hey, we got to take our medicine to get our day started. And I'm like, don't fucking look at me because shit just fell out of me onto the floor. Like, mid-conversation, I didn't even know what was happening. Before, like, I was talking to her, I was looking her in the eyes, and I said, just don't look at me. <laughs> Left a trail all the way to the bathroom. Anyway, guys, uh, that's my time and uh, about all the times I shit myself in 2020. Yay. One time I had to go number two so bad, it curled around the bowl, I went number six. Your next <laughs> your next comedian. He's one of my favorite people. Put your hands together for Tamok Silva. Yay! What's up, sluts? Messed up, yeah. Uh, I'm Native American. I'm indigenous. Uh, yeah, thank you for not clapping. Thank you. Thank you, Dakota. Um, does anybody here collect rocks? Yeah. yeah. Please stop stealing my land. <laughs> I don't like condoms. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love safe sex. It's the best sex. But fellas, like, if you're like, fuck a woman so good, but the condom smells like burnt rubber, <laughs> and I feel like I'm at East Oakland at a fucking sideshow, you know what I mean? Like, burnt rubber, man. Okay, no. This guy with the big black dick understands. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. Kind of pissed off because I was on a date uh, two days ago, and I got a haircut. I trimmed my pews. 
brush my teeth, bought some new clothes, got some new cologne. I feel great. New deodorant. I stretch. I did all this shit. I worked out and we got and then like we met up, but she was two hours late and the, the day was just awful. She was boring. She was on her phone. She kind of catfished me and shit. It was just didn't she didn't look who she looked like. And it sucks. And I feel like there should be a new law. If your date sucks, it should be a tax write off. <laughs> It's a man's world. We all know that. It's not fair for ladies, especially the banks run by the men. Bank of America, total white guy. You know what I mean? Wells Fargo, another white guy with a big-ass fucking mustache that nobody likes. Chase Bank, totally men. I feel like women should have their own banks. You know, like, like at least a credit union at least or something, right? And I came up with some names for a, a woman's bank. Uh, Princess Diana Bank. The Harriet Tubman Bank. The Sperm Bank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kind of upset with myself. I, I lost my ID. Yeah, it sucks. Has anybody ever lost their ID before? Yeah, it sucks, man. So this whole year I've been carrying my high school yearbook around me, so it's just like... <laughs> it's so funny because when I go to the dispensary, I don't have my ID, so I have my high school yearbook. And they're like, oh, shit, you're in the chess club? I was like, yes, <laughs> I was. <laughs> or something there. All right. Sometimes I feel like a dirty, a dirty whore. Okay, I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, sorry, these are just notes. Firm bank. Compliment. Uh, I'll tell you this story. I used to be a, a bouncer and a, a bodyguard. And and uh, I was working at a club, and I don't know, ladies or gentlemen, do you remember the this group called Thunder from Down Under? Yes. So if you don't know, Thunder from Down Under is these guys who are just strippers from Australia, maybe New Zealand. They're fucking studs. They're, like, fucking all chiseled out. And I'm the bodyguard. I'm protecting them because women are fucking disgusting. I'll be honest with you. They're throwing their panties, scratching at these guys. Ah, I want your dick. And the guys are like, no, leave me alone, right? And I was like, wow, I didn't know women were, like, that fucking crazy for dick. I mean, I have, but not like that, you know? And uh, after the show ends, I'm helping the guys, you know, go to the rooms. Like, hey, guys, let's get to the fucking green room. Let's chill out. And the announcer, nice guy, right? But he was kind of weird because he started grabbing my ass, right? I was like, what the fuck, dude? Hey, don't do that, man. You know, you know, it's cool if you like guys, but, you know, you know, at least know my name, right? And he was like, hey, relax, man. And he's all sweaty and all fucking baby oiled out. And all the all the Aussie guys were like, "Hey, mate, be careful. He likes the fat ones." Oi, 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 oi. Okay, never mind. It was it was funny when he because he was flexing his titties going up and down. He's like, "Oi, okay." Uh, what else I got over here? Uh, uh, have you ever seen a cute crackhead before? Like, damn, she's good. She look good. She knows how to start a fire. You know what I mean? Like. He knows all the good drugs. Okay. <laughs> I like how nobody's like with that, but okay. Uh, I think a pretty 27 year old want to click. Okay. I don't want to click that. All right. Well, my name is Quatemo. Thank you so much. Uh, give it up for all the other comics. Peace. Thank you for being here. Yay. Hey, your next comedian. I'm excited that he's here or back. I don't know. He disappeared for a minute somewhere, and he's back now. Where did you go? Uh, put your hands together for Sam West. Yay! Yeah.
never raises a voice. Friends, uh, on call is working. That there. Trying to get more comfortable, so I'm just gonna kind of spitball, say some silly stuff. Um. Oh, actually, I did want to tell a funny story. This is dead true. Uh, I was walking here, and I you ever see someone say something? You're like, Jesus Christ, that guy's fucking stupid. And like, not being mean, but you just see someone. I was walking here, and I just had to tell you guys. Uh, guy was going up to a, a, a Lyft scooter or whatever. He's like, damn, man, 50 cents a minute? That's so expensive. And then his friend looked him, and he, I could tell he was dead serious, and he said, that's like a dollar a minute. I just thought that was funny. That wasn't a joke. It was just a test, you know? I, I didn't think that was funny. I was making sure you guys were on the same page. Um, and we're good. So now let's get to the art form, okay? Um, I learned how to masturbate at a young age. Uh, yeah, it's, I shouldn't say I learned, you know? Like, I didn't have a mentor. There was, like, there was no Yoda on my shoulder. Um, I figured it out. You know, I was playing video games, and I found out, oh, if I go in this corner, and the controller vibrates, and a strong gust from the heaven blew the controller down. One thing led to another, and I discovered sorcery, you know, the ultimate cheat code. But all my friends eventually caught up. They learned the right way. They're sitting at the lunch table. I found out I had learned the wrong way. You know? yeah. Sam, what's your favorite porn? Crash Bandicoot? <laughs> like, no, dude, not video game, porno. Like, what's your favorite porno, man? What gets you going? Oh, oh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. Getting on me. Dude, what the fuck is wrong? Like, you guys, you haven't even played the campaign yet. It's another command post for the Republic. <laughs> As for the Star Wars Battlefront 2 players in the crowd. Yeah, no, it fucked me up, though. To this day, my sex life is, is all... Like, I cannot get a hard-on unless my girlfriend wraps a Nintendo 64 controller around my neck. She has to talk like Super Mario for me to come. Hello! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's reel it in. We're getting out of control here. I mean, masturbating's for kids, you know? You know, I can't be tugging meat coming in my bed when I'm older, you know? Now I just kind of like every now and then I don't don't deal with it like I just pet my dick like it's a cat sitting on my lap, you know, scratch under the chin. I don't know. Um, let's reel it in here. Here's a few jokes for you guys because we're getting out of hand fast. Uh, my father, my grandfather, excuse me, was a was a magician that collected hats. When he passed away, he had amassed over 470 hats. True story. So many hats, in fact, that we had to hire a private exterminator to get rid of all those rabbits. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I needed ice last night, but I forgot to make it the night before, so I put some water in the oven and baked it at 32 degrees. That was clever. That was another test. Yeah, we're still cool. Uh, all right, I'll end here uh, spitballing. I'm trying to uh, work out punchlines for this, so bear with me. But um, my, my parents were both police officers. You know, that was a big part of my upbringing, so I'm trying to... Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm dead serious, too. Uh, and it was tough, because like, pot was no joke growing up in school. You know, like if, if they caught me, I, I, honest to God, they would have sent me to a troubled kid's school. Like they did not fuck around. So I had to be real careful. And to this day, that paranoia follows me. Like I was smoking outside today and I still toweled the door to make sure the smell didn't get out. You know, that doesn't make physical sense. You realize that. You know, I'm like spraying Febreze in Golden Gate Park trying to cover my steps. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll wrap it up with that. I mean, I, I, uh, tough. I, I, I like smoking out of apples. You know, that's how I learned in high school because you'd eat the apple after and then you'd bury the seeds deep in the ground, destroy all the evidence. Didn't have to worry about the cop parents, you know. And it almost was something I got away with until my dad went out to his garden one day and found all those apple trees. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Nice to see you. Yay. Tim West with New
jokes. Yay, that was very enjoyable. You have lots and lots of new jokes. I'm excited about that. Hooray, your next comedian. Thanks, Tim. I'll see you soon. Um, yay, your next comedian. So funny, so wonderful. He's moving on to the finals. I hope that you win the $300. I, if I was voting, you know that all my money would go to you. Put your hands together for Ian Langlands. Hey, everybody. How we doing? I hope I win $300. I'll, I'll give it all to you guys, my, my fans, my biggest fans. Thank you for coming out, buying tickets to this show. Okay, I'm going to get to it. I, uh, I find myself questioning my masculinity a lot. I find my, does anybody, anybody else? All right, uh, never mind then. Forget I said anything. Uh, I do, I do. I question my masculinity a lot, and it's mostly when I feel like I'm being told to like something just because it's what men like. It's a very confusing uh, life I live, definitely. It's mostly when I like buy soap. When I buy soap, it, it's I have this problem because I gravitate towards like the brightly colored bottles of soap that are like pink and white. They're very beautiful, but apparently those are for for women. I'm not allowed to use those because I'm always getting yelled at by the men's soap section because they're all li they all like say the same thing. It's just for men. You guys are familiar with this? Like, I feel like I get bullied into doing it. Every time I see the label, it's like, you better get the fucking product for men, Ian, or you're a pussy, you know? It hurts. I hate it. But I, I, I mean, I fall for it every time. I, I get the men's soap. But that, that's like, that's the easy part, identifying what's for men. And then the hard part is, is getting which product you want because it's not very descriptive, the men's soap. Like, it is, it's not like women's soap where they use, like, citrus and lavender on it. It'll just be like, made with real tiger blood. And you're like, okay. <laughs> also, <laughs> with misogyny and motor oil. And you're like, okay. I guess I could use that. That's good. Does misogyny help with dandruff? If that's the case, <laughs> I'll get it. There's a men's soap that's, that's it's just called uh, Kraken. That's, that's just it. That's the entire, that's the entire thing. That's all it says. Just Kraken. Because people at Old Spice, they're like, men don't want to smell like citrus. That's too gay. Let's have them smell like a mythical sea monster. That's much better. <laughs> I guess. I did panic, though. I panicked, and I bought four-in-one. Don't buy four-in-one. Don't, yeah, don't do it. It's bad. What's in four-in-one is just shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and regret. It's what it is. <laughs> it's not good. About a weekend in music for one, I became feral and I started disrespecting women. It was not fun, so don't get it. It's very bad. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little sad right now, everybody. I don't know if you could tell. I'm very sad because Pope Benedict died. Um, he was my boy. Are we fans of Pope Benedict? Are we a fan of his work? <laughs> I like. <laughs> I'm just fascinated with the Pope. That's my, that's my fallback. If I fail at this, I'm going to be the Pope. Uh, it's a good, it's a good gig, actually. I was looking it up. Very easy to be the Pope. Very easy. You just have to be a man and you have to be Catholic. Those are the only qualifications. I'm halfway there. You can guess which one. Uh, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> but I, I, uh, that's how easy. I feel like it's harder to work at Best Buy. I feel like you at least need an associates for that gig. But no, you could just be a man and be Catholic, and that you could be the Pope. I don't know. That's wild. Uh, the one that died, Benedict. He was uh he was a Hitler youth as a child. Did you guys know that? That didn't come up in the interview process at any point. I don't know how it worked. I I just imagine they're looking at his resume like eh, it says you were a Hitler youth here, but honestly we've led in much worse. So you could just step, you could step right in here. 
That's why he was a Hitler. Even if Jamba Juice finds out you're in a hate group, they're like, whoa. Think we take anyone to make our razzmatazz? Okay, we've got standards at the Jamba Juice. And that's all I wanted to do. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Yay, Ian Langland. Don't let just anybody make your razzmatazz. That's a fun thing to say. Your next comedian, one of my favorite people in everywhere, in any time period. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay! How do we do this? <laughs> this has been a day. This has been a day. I don't know um, who I am anymore. <laughs> um, Sometimes I, th I think about this, if you say that someone is a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> but it, is anyone ever a worthwhile piece of shit? <laughs> I mean, what about, like, that guy that we just hired, the new guy, he's, he's a really worthwhile piece of shit, you know? <laughs> I, th I think he'll go places. I think we, we should move him up from HR. Okay, thank you, that's, that's good, that's good. Um, uh, I once had a, a job at Coit Tower. Yeah, calm down, ladies. And I, uh, I observed some fascinating things about tourists. Do not put your squirming, oh, no, that's not right. Some folks, some folks were as clueless about good parenting as they were about hygiene. Don't put your squirming two-year-old on an open window ledge some 200 feet off the ground to take its photo. <laughs> they really did that. Unless, unless you're not, you're really not that old, all that fond of little Johnny and do enjoy a certain element of risk in your child rearing. Oh, I like that part. All right. Personally, I don't give a shit about your toddler. <laughs> I do, however, object to having to stay late to fill out the necessary paperwork when he lands unexpectedly face down in the courtyard. <laughs> don't worry, folks. No toddlers were hurt in the writing of this joke. And some people ask the weirdest questions. Has anybody ever climbed or scaled the building? Has anyone ever jumped off? Do you take Discover Card? <laughs> Is there a room where my wife can go to breastfeed the baby? Yes, on the second floor, but there is a $5 uncorking fee for that. Thank you. Thank you. You know what I like about memory? Is that there are so many things that... Uh, <laughs> time out. So many things can stimulate it. That's it. I'm having a hard day. I, I don't know. Am I stoned? Did, can you tell if I'm... Did I have... <laughs> All right. You can smell, you can smell a, um, a flower, and it'll remind you of um, someone that you went to school with. Or you can hear some bells, and it'll, you'll summon up a church that you once attended. Or, t thank you, taste fresh-squeezed orange juice, and remember when you lost your virginity. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't ask Auntie Lauren if she wants OJ. 
The other cool thing about memory is that even when we experience the same thing, each of us has our own version of what's occurred. Like, they may overlap a great deal, but I'm always going to remember that scene from our childhood as mommy fell down the stairs while you always insist that I pushed her. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end it on that. Thanks very much. Hooray, Lauren Crowe with new jokes. It's exciting to see people work out their new material, and like that's really cool. And I'm excited to see where that grows and where I can see it next. Uh, your next comedian, another one of my, we're like in a rock block of my favorite people. Put your hands together, everyone, for Colin Braun. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Knock, knock. ADHD. I forgot to write the punchline down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do this a lot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm useless. I'm sorry. Um, my name is Colin Braun. I like to think that I'm a good person in the same way that I like to think about having money. Like maybe someday. Um, I've been hanging out in gay bars a lot because I'm lonely. And I've noticed that older gay guys love my beard. And I love younger gay guys. <laughs> um, I think it's wrong to dislike someone on the basis of their religion. But I do think it's hilarious to dislike someone on the basis of their specific denomination within that religion. Like, ugh, Methodist. He's really nice. He runs this he runs this halal deli, but he's Sunni. Oh, reformed Jew. I didn't know you could give up. <laughs> um <laughs> You think when Lutherans drive past a Methodist church, they give each other this look? <laughs> Can you believe they're falling for that? All right. <laughs> anyway, that joke is brought to you by the Roman Catholic Church. Um for those of you who have seen me perform comedy recently, I'm doing better. <laughs> I went on a vacation, and that helped my mental health a lot, but I was not in a good state before. I left for my vacation on Thursday the 22nd, and on Monday, I had my first appointment with Kaiser after calling Kaiser for two months saying, I'm deeply depressed, I need help. And if they had asked me, when I first called, if I had had thoughts of hurting myself or committing suicide, I would have said, <laughs> yes. But after two months of waiting, the answer to that question is, yes! So the doctor, she gave me a thing called the suicide risk assessment. And if you're not familiar, it's, uh, it, it assesses your risk of suicide. It's a, it's, a, it's a test out of 25 points. Anything over a 9 is considered high risk. Your boy scored a 21. 80, 84%. That's a, that's a B. Before the curve. And she gave me that assessment and said, okay, let's have a follow-up appointment in two days. I said, great. Wednesday, perfect. I leave for my trip on Thursday. So on Wednesday, I do the same thing I did on Monday. I log into the Zoom meeting with the psychiatrist lady, and she didn't 
in medical terms, this is like, this is the medical equivalent of a pilot taking off in a jetliner and then jumping out of the jetliner. Like, you can't do that. We're going to crash. Um, and never, also, never called or emailed or sent me a message to say, oh, my God, I'm sorry for missing it. Because really there's no excuse. There's one excuse for not making that appointment, and that is if she killed herself. <laughs> so two months just to get an appointment, and then another month since a really dark appointment with no follow-up. I'm starting to think that Kaiser doesn't care whether or not I thrive. <laughs> Thank you, and good night. Still alive. That's really wonderful. That was Yay. really funny. Yay. I'm sorry. Did you, you can see on BART, there's actually signs that say there's people that are suing Kaiser for mental health stuff because people haven't gotten, there's a lady and it's, she says, my daughter could have been saved if Kaiser would have, you know, given her an appointment that, yeah, like, ah, uh, Kaiser's, they're having, they're having trouble. Look into it. Uh, your next, <laughs> It's funny, yay, mental health, yay, we have to laugh. <laughs> it's fun. No, we just, let's all recognize it. You're next comedian. We're in a rock block of beards and my favorite people. Put your hands together for Spencer Devine. that I wrote just today in this room. Uh, sometimes I feel like a dirty whore. That's a callback. You guys remember that? You guys remember that one? Sometimes I feel like a clean whore. It really depends on if I've taken a shower yet. Um, I, people are, are like, Spencer, describe how you look. And I'm like, okay, I look like Dakota if Dakota was a Pokemon, and it, <laughs> instead of evolving, it just gave up. <laughs> you know, just a down on his luck Pokemon. It's like he pressed B <laughs> too many times. You guys know how evolving works? That's I hate when people say, uh, today is my Friday on a fucking Thursday. It's like, Oh no, one four day weekend and Jeff's a time lord. He's like, oh, I got Thursday off and now I am the mayor of Calendar Town. And today is Christmas and tomorrow is Christmas too. Electric Boogaloo. And I decree women shall never have their periods. For what is a biological clock? when Father Time himself is your mere plaything. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're just eating a turkey sandwich in your sweats by yourself. You can call it my Thanksgiving, or you can call it clinical depression. It really depends on how you want to live your life. Uh, and people will say, today is my birthday. That makes sense. People will say, this is my birthday week. More acceptable. 
There are a rare exception of people who are like, today is my birthday month. It's my birthday month. The border of madness, okay? You can't just do that. Well, today is my birthday year, okay? And, e and every day is my birthday year until I die. I demand infinity gifts, okay? I get, I'm as personal. Uh, it's an experience, so like, today is my blank. It's time emanating from me. But we have certain societal rules we have to adhere to. Uh, I, can't, I can't be like, normally I pay for my food and money, but today I pay with snakes. <laughs> it doesn't make it. You, you, you just can't, okay? Uh, there was a dog here today, easily the best part of the show. Uh, I'm what they call in the medical community dog starved, okay? That's not a casual way of telling you I eat dogs. Or to be confused with hot dog deficiency, uh, which is a real medical problem. So don't, don't look into it. Uh, it just basically means that I love your dog more than you do. It's okay. It's fine. Just accept it. If I had a bag of bacon, the tables would be balanced. Okay, your t your dog knows who feeds you. They're just cat. They're just cats that are a little less vocal. Cats just say something about it. You have what? Two best friends? I have 900 million best friends, according to Google, is how many dogs are on the planet Earth. <laughs> Uh, and that's it. I'm just gonna leave you feeling a little worse about your relationship with your best friend. <laughs> Thank you. Spencer Devine, who had a scintillating set last Saturday at Atlas when he did a clean set in front of a five-year-old and a nine-year-old, and they were riveted. He had this five-year-old just absolutely on his jock. I mean, in a metaphorical sense. It was amazing, and, and he did the Goldilocks joke, and it was so fun, and he did that one with the snakes, and they were laughing and laughing, these children. All right, Hunate's not here, is he? No. Uh, hey, Kavita, you wanna bump in on the thing? Here we go, your next comedian just had a great, a, it was a rough show, not because she wasn't fabulous, but because it was like raining and weird, and there was no light, and it, but she's a champion, and she had a really funny set, and I'm glad she's here. Put your hands together for Kava to sing. Yay! Get the fuck out of here. Uh, okay, so I... Uh, I have, I have anxiety issues, I have anxiety issues. Um, and it's kind of unfortunate because anxiety, uh, it basically like ruins your day from the start. Like you kind of wake up and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> but recently, you know, I, I, and your day, you're like, it's only, it's only 7 p.m. Um, but recently I like decided to stop taking my happy pills because I was too lazy to refill them. And then I like, turned on to the other coin a little bit, which is like just depression, which is like a low mood. And honestly, pretty fucking chill. It's really great. Like I feel like if anxiety is just like like the thing that 
makes you want to die all the time. Depression is like kind of like a chiller thing that makes you want to die. <laughs> like, 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 like it's just like, bro, chill, 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 chill. You're just like a bunch of atoms clustered on Earth that's just surfing the swell of the cosmos. So just sit back, relax, and die. And I'm like, that's so compelling. <laughs> like, it really, sleep is the favorite part of my day. Um, but yeah, no, it's rough. I So I, I do take happy pills generally, though, and my friends, they're, they're uh, afraid of taking them because they're afraid of getting addicted. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how this medication works. Like, no one has ever, like, no one ever enters, like, rec recovery programs because they're on, they started taking happy pills, you know? Like, no one's ever like, yeah, so uh, I sold the family dog to uh, fund my Prozac addiction. <laughs> They'll never see Snoopy again. I woke up next to a toothless man who wasn't my husband, but he offered me 50 micrograms. We said we'd never shoot it until we found a lazy syringe in an alley. All so that I could feel slightly less miserable. It's like, I think you'll be okay. Um, in, uh, in high school, these are just random tangents. In high school, I, uh, I, I was applying to a, my dad was like, you need to get a job, learn how to work, like, work hard. So I like applied to a Froyo store. And I think that if you're just an owner of a Froyo store or any store that's like employing teenagers, you just shouldn't ask why they're working there because there's literally only one reason that they work there. Um, like this woman had the galls to be to had the gall to be like, hey, why? So why do you want this job? And I was like, y you know, ever since I was five, I've always wanted to work at a froyo store. <laughs> you know, like every froyo flavor has like a unique mouthfeel, and I really want to help people on that journey. You know, I don't know. My dad is a doctor, and so this felt like the logical conclusion. <laughs> what? Um, okay, I think that's all I have. Thank you, guys. Comment and sing, yay! I also worked in a Froyo store. I got fired for letting someone use the bathroom. Can you what? believe that? Like, that's what I got fired for. I think they should have just been like, "We don't like you." <laughs> they told me it's because I let someone use the bathroom. Like, okay, when, it, when Ashley was the one stealing from them, and I never even ratted her out till just this moment. Um, <laughs> she just, she, oh my God, she stole so much money from Yogurt Park. Your next comedian, everybody, clap your hands together. One of my favorite people, Josh C. Kotsky. This one, this one or the other one? Fuck it. Hey, all right, we're gonna do some stuff. Uh, I'm trying to work out an opener, so bear with me. Uh, my name is Josh. I am Jewish, but I look Arab, which is why I hate myself so much. Uh, there's a lot of internal conflict here. Uh, you know, when you're like this, every bomb, er, sorry, every truth bomb is a suicide bomb. All right, um, new stuff that might actually work. Uh, I am starting to come to the terms with the fact that I am getting stupider. Uh, on uh, Thursday night, I lose my phone, so I call my phone from my phone. <laughs> and then when you do that, it goes straight to voicemail, but I 
don't realize what happens, so I think my phone is dead. So I start looking under the couch for my phone with my phone's flashlight. I'm an idiot. Relatable, am I right? Uh, but no, it's it's completely my fault because like I you know I don't do anything. I don't read. Like I saw a book the other day and I got nostalgic. And like you have to do stuff to keep your mind sharp, you know. Like my it's a shame too because my family is smart. Like my great grandfather was a genius. During World War II, he was a radar operator, and to pass the time, he just taught himself how to play mental chess. So no board, no pieces. He would just play entire games of chess in his mind. At one point, he would actually brag to us that while he was stationed at Pearl Harbor, he could play four, five, six games of mental chess in his head a day. Looking back, probably should have focused on the radar. You know. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't make jokes about him. You know, he's he's a war hero, so we're gonna imagine we're, we have drinks here. I, I want to make a toast to him. So raise your beers, your vodka, your tequila. Just uh, no kamikazes. That's uh, <laughs> bad taste. You guys didn't see that one coming, did you? Oh! Neither did he. <laughs> All right, working that one out. Uh, my job. What do I do for a living? Uh, my job is in. I'm in IT audit. Uh, that's what happens when your parents tell you you can be anything you want when you grow up, but they forget to tell you to pick something good. Uh, <laughs> IT, uh, if you don't know, IT audit is like half IT guy, half auditor, but without like the computers or the math. I don't know what I do. Uh, <laughs> they keep paying me, so I'm not going to question it, but I don't know what I do. Yeah, I didn't know what this job was when I applied for it. I just sent a resume out. And the first people who responded, I just went with it. Like, I sold my soul with about the same, insert work here, as you sell an old mattress. Uh, I had to figure out a word for that, but whatever. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, let's do this one. Um, no, my, my company's not very ethical. They actually got fined $100 million recently for helping people cheat on the ethics portion of their CPA exams. And cheating on the ethics portion of a CPA exam, how do you like even need to study for an ethics exam? Like, it, how unethical do you have to be? It's like question 15. Should you ever take advantage of the poor, the sick, the needy? All of the above. Uh, <laughs> all right, last one. I got like 30 seconds. This has nothing to do with anything. How crazy is it that dwarves are real? <laughs> Do you ever think, like you read Lord of the Rings, there's no elves, there's no trolls, there's no, we have dwarves in our real world. That is insane. That's like if you, and we just accept, that's like if you went out and you were like, yeah, that, uh, you guys see that ogre over there? And you're like, you're not, you're not, you, that's not a real thing. You're not allowed to call them that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trolls. They're trolls. They're, all right. I'm going to figure that one out. That one was just fucking with me. Thanks for your time, guys. Josh Kotsky, one more D&D &D campaign, and he'll have the ending to that joke. Woo, that was really funny. Uh, go see his show first of the Tuesday of the month at Silver Cloud. Put your hands together for your next comedian. I'm so glad that she's here. I haven't seen her in a while. It's Vicki Causal. Yay! Um, you know, I was just uh, re-watching um, the video of my first comedy performance that happened here at Mutiny Radio a couple of years ago. 
Yeah, and you know what? It it it, uh, it wasn't that bad, except that I'm moving my hands too much. But I think that's because I was learning the ropes, right? <laughs> A guy walks in the pool, this one. Um, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I am happy to be here. Uh, I think I'm about as happy as this little table or whatever it is, a, a, a comedy stool. Uh, I'm not being sarcastic, because uh, take this mic, right? Take the mic. It was designed to be on stage, right? It was destined to be on stage. It was born into the right circumstances, and it didn't have to lift a finger to be on stage, right? Like, look, look, the evolution didn't give it any fingers for a reason, no need. Uh, the, the story of this, of this little table is completely different. It was sitting somewhere uh, at a warehouse, right, screaming in its little table voice, I am born for the stage. I am designed to be on stage. And everybody's like, uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I think you are a better fit for someone's kitchen or maybe a bar, and yet it's here against the odds next to the mic, right? It made it. Um, what I'm saying is um, thanks for giving me a chance. You know, I may not be as loud as a mic, uh, but the story of me getting here is far more interesting. Um, you guys, a very good-looking crowd, you know, uh, well-dressed, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, pleasure to look at, thank you. Um, I am, yeah, um, you know, uh, I don't look like it, but I, uh, in reality, I, I, I'm a shopping junkie. I like to shop for good clothing, nothing crazy, but, you know, well-made. Um, unfortunately, I don't take very good care of my wardrobe. Um, in this respect, my comedy is uh, a lot like my clothes, you know, good material, but a lot of wrinkles. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, my mom just visited with me recently. She lives far away, so I'm arranging the trips. Um, and uh, she has a fear of flying, but only when there are connecting flights. Um, so it's not like a fear of flying, it's more uh, a fear of not flying because she's afraid she's not to catch her next flight. Um, and this time she had a layover at Istanbul um, International Airport, Turkey, so uh, she was freaking out. And I'm like, Mom, uh, why are you nervous about being in Istanbul? Are you, are you afraid someone is going to kidnap you and turn you into a sultan's concubine? She's like 75 years old, you know. Uh, there are no... Sultans in Turkey anymore. It's a democracy now. Uh, and she's like, um, someone told me that Istanbul International Airport is the biggest airport in the world. Uh, it takes six hours to walk from one terminal to the next. Um, you know, I if I miss my flight, what am I going to do? Uh, I'm like, you're going to walk, you know, from this terminal to the next because the next, th the next flight is not in six hours. Um, anyway, um, you know, uh, it, she, um, she she came here, and and we were, you know, when she, when she's at home, we're communicating via Skype, um, and uh, you know, I appreciate the miracle of Skype because because when when she's at home, and we speak over Skype, uh, it feels like she's in the next room, uh, but when she was here, she insisted on on being very independent and taking those long walks, and again, we spoke over Skype. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it's, it's wonderful because, because what Skype does for you, it creates an illusion 
of uh, being in the same room, illusion of closeness when you want it, and it creates a feeling of a distance when you need it. Thank you so much, guys. Yay, Vicky Kazo, yay! Hell yeah. Um, did Hunaid, he still hasn't come? He still hasn't shown up? Oh, is he's not coming? Oh, do you want to go up right now? Put your hands together, everybody, for Jared Zena, yay! Yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, shit, this mic is not working. Okay, keep going, keep going, guys. Yeah! Give it up for me. Yeah, how are we doing, guys? My name is Jared uh, Kavita. Excuse me. Thank you. Oh, did I make it awkward? Okay. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure everyone got my attention, all right? Uh, my name is Jared. I just graduated, motherfuckers. Yeah! <laughs> did you say fuck me? Man, why, why fuck me? Oh, okay. It's all good, dude. You'll get there one day. Maybe. Maybe. What's your name, man? Don't give your name? You don't got your own name? No degree and no name? Goddamn. <laughs> hey, it's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. You'll get there one day. You'll get there one day. You'll get that degree. One day you'll graduate high school. Anyways, uh, graduate with a degree in creative. Oh, hey. Hey, graduated with a degree in creative writing. I don't know if you guys know what creative writing is, but it's pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. I work at Pete's Coffee. Uh, uh, creative writing was weird, you know. Uh, 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 it's a very vague term. Uh, creative writing was mostly for people who wanted to be poets, playwrights, or fiction writers. I wanted to be a rapper, you know. You know, you know. Uh, luckily for me, it was really easy. Writing is really subjective. Like I could just turn, I could just as long as I'm writing something, like I can just turn it in and I'll get an A. I think the hardest part of creating write, creative writing is when people ask me who my favorite author is, because I don't read. <laughs> like if you ask like some one of my classmates, they'd be like, "Oh, my favorite author is Kurt Vonnegut, uh, Maya Angelou, Virginia Woolf." I would always say Curtis Jackson. I don't know if you uh, guys know who Curtis Jackson is, but that is 50 Cent. <laughs> you know? I, I, I always like his take on capitalism. He would rather die than not accumulate enough capital to survive in this world. I don't know. I thought that was very deep, you know? This guy gets it. Fuck yeah. Give it up for him. Yeah. Yes. Coming in hot today. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> new jokes, guys. New jokes. New jokes. Uh, uh, after I graduated, I got a sh I got a job at a coffee shop because uh, that that's what creative. I already said that joke. Uh, yeah, I work at a coffee shop. I couldn't handle it. I was mostly working cashier. People would come up to me and ask the stupidest fucking questions. Uh, one time, people someone come up to me. He waited in line for 15 minutes, and the best he could think of is like, "Oh, dude, just get me anything." I was like, seriously, just get you anything? I was like, yeah, dude, I don't care what you get. Just get me anything. I was like, okay. So I gave him, like, the rap verses I was working on. These jokes ain't working. Oh, wow, you like to. No. I don't rap anymore. No. 
All right, actually, okay, okay. All right, we go, all right, hold on. Let me go a little bit over time. A little bit, okay, okay. Okay, all right, I got a joke about that. I used to do rap battles in high school. Um, I used to do rap battles in high school. It was, it, was very, it was very weird. Like, I would like talk shit to all the local rappers in my area and then we would meet up at lunchtime and we would like recite the poems we wrote for each other. Yeah. One time the whole high school was watching me one time, the whole high school was watching me, and like I was really under a lot of pressure to win. Luckily for me, this guy's ex-girlfriend died, so I just made fun of him for that. I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outrun you on this track like an athlete. I'm going to kill you in this rap battle like cancer killed Ashley. Oh. <laughs> I needed a win. I needed a win. <laughs> All right? You like that? That's a bar. Yeah, that's a bar, right? Hey, hey, that's a good bar, right? Like that dumb, that dumb host shouldn't have died. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's gonna be my time. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Yay, Jared Senna. Keep clapping for Jared. That was great. I'm so glad that you were actually a rapper. I have a rap song I did once, and it's really. I'll play it for you sometime. I put it. It's on the station thing, and it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's about Susan Olsen, who was. Cindy Brady and her being a Trump lover. Uh, you're now, I know it's a silly rap, but it's really good. You're, <laughs> I'm serious? Okay, anyway. Your next comedian. Oh, I'm so excited to see him as well. I haven't seen him around in a while. Glad that he's back in the house. Put your hands together for Greg Cosell. Yeah. Oh, my. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Give it up for the bathroom. Give it up for the, give it up for the bathroom. The one entity with... Never mind. <laughs> the, the, an entity with a very nice purpose in this establishment. Yes, give it up for the bathroom. Give it up for Pam and the bathroom. The two crucial parts of all this. Uh, it was my birthday recently. Happy birthday to... Fuck you. Okay, no. <laughs> uh, it was my birthday recently, and I got a bunch of uh, Facebook messages on Facebook saying happy birthday. You know, being the introvert that I am, I checked each one for a gift receipt. So, uh. Stuck with all those thank yous. Um, anyway, a little bit about myself. Uh, I sleep a lot, but I still wake up tired. You know, I think I put too much energy into sleeping. No. Uh, I made a hole in my sheets just by sleeping in my bed. I think my bed's trying to tell me, hey, man, you need a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I went to the urologist, and he told me that I had perfectly symmetrical balls. I was like... Maybe that's why I don't have a girlfriend. My balls look at each other and think, do we really need anyone else? Symmetry. It's, we're not going to get this anywhere else. <laughs> I uh, spent the past year doing nothing. Anyone else? Anyone else? Well, you clapped. You did something. That, doesn't, that disqualifies you. you know, I was too lazy to even get sick. You know your immune system is bored when you yawn in the middle of a sneeze. Yeah. At one point, the dawn started happening a little earlier where I lived. I guess I went to bed so late that the sun wanted to see if it could rise before I set. That one's a thinker. Uh, you know how you're supposed to be taller in the morning and shorter in the evening, right? We know this. Well, I, I slept for so long and I stayed up so late that I was actually taller in the evening and shorter in the morning. Try making a schedule, try making a schedule, you know, but as soon as I planned out my day, 
I had nothing left to do. <laughs> Didn't get past it, yeah. Yeah, but at one point, uh, yeah, I, I really did want to be productive, though, really did. But at one point, I realized there is no way around my laziness but through it. I just took a nap. Bit the bullet. Those Advil PMs, man. Tough as hell. Tough as hell. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember. We, anyone here live in San Francisco? Give a hand. If, give a hand for yourselves if you live in San Francisco, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you guys remember. It was so crowded before the lockdown. It's so crowded. Uh, you could not breathe without inhaling another person. Okay. It was so crowded that you could connect the dots with dots. All right, and horns. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. You couldn't get sick. You couldn't get sick in the city before, um, unlike now. You couldn't get sick because there just were not enough germs to cover all the people. <laughs> one day, is that seize candies? It, yeah, it was so crowded that they uh, offered me one of their customers as a sample. <laughs> number three, number three, number three. You're up. Ding. Go to number four. Seriously, I think they were going to build a space elevator before they built an elevator that took you to where there was a lot of space. You know, but the lockdown happened, right? And I think it was really just a special type of 3D printing. Because I didn't print all the people, you know. Must have, must have hit the wrong switch. And really, it was so crowded that when everyone went home at night, the skyline changed. It was so crowded that walking tours became standing tours. You know how when you come back to visit a place, it feels smaller, right? Well, my friend came back to his San Francisco apartment it wasn't even there. Guys, you have been amazing. Give it up for yourselves. Give it up for Pam. Now let's keep this thing going. Good night. Yay. Quick. Awesome. Yay. Awesome. Hooray. Um, hey, um, I'm looking up the list. There are people who aren't here, but there are people who are. Nick, you want to go up next? Put your hands together for Nick Holke. Yay. Hello? Oh. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I can hear myself. Um, my hair is thinning, depressing. My hair, it's falling out of my head, but continuing to annex territory on the rest <laughs> of my body. And... It's like getting to a point where I'm tired of watching it, like, you know, just slowly thin each day. I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to get rid of it. Just buzz. Uh, but I've got a wedding coming up, and I'm thinking of letting that be, like, its last hurrah. You know, like, when you put down a dog and you take it for a walk on its favorite beach? I'm giving it, you know, its last day in the sun. You enjoy this wedding. This is for you, buddy. Uh, anyone here... Go to rock climbing gyms. Nice. Good for you. 
people who don't, you should. So many nice butts everywhere. It's like half the reason I go, and everyone's above you, so you can act like you're looking at stuff, like the routes, but you're not. I've just always, I've always loved butts so much. I remember Kelly Rouse, freshman year of high school, very formulative butt in my life. She was the grade above me, and me and my buddy, we knew her schedule. So we would just like stand up against the wall, just wait, be like nice. You were freshman year of high school. He came up to me one morning just in a panic. He's like, bro, she's wearing white pants. He didn't have to say who, I knew who he was talking about. <laughs> I don't know why white pants are so exciting. I guess they're just closer to clear, I don't know. But I was fired up about it. I think that's the end of my butt stuff. I think, I, th I thought I had another joke, but I couldn't, I thought I had one more butt thing. I don't know, that's on me to remember. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I like have this memory of this amazing butt, but it's the butt of a 14 year old. I mean, it is the memory <laughs> of a 13 year old, of a 14 year old butt. Still feels kind of weird though, especially when I masturbate to it. I don't do that. But I put myself in the headspace of a 13-year-old when I do it, so it's okay. Don't, ima don't imagination shame me, guys. That's the end of the butt stuff. <laughs> Good. Mm, one minute. Butt hair. Oh, the, the Great American Challenge? Okay, yeah. Is everyone familiar with the, the Great American Challenge? So, it's a game that fraternity dudes do where you get on a team and it's a race. It's 30 beers, an eighth of weed, an extra large pizza, and a puzzle. And you get on teams of four and you just crank through it I don't know if you've ever chugged weed before, but it's brutal. You're just doing bong hit after bong hit. But there is kind of a balance to it. Like after the beers, your stomach feels like it's gonna explode, but then you smoke the weed and you can get the munchies just in time for the pizza. But then the puzzle is the great equalizer. Doesn't matter who gets there first. Half your team's passed out. They're little kids puzzles too. They're like 20 piece puzzles and you're just, just you, and you're just getting pissed off at Elsa from Frozen because sh you can't force her onto the snowman's body. You're like, you icy bitch. And you lose. And that's the Great American Challenge. Thanks. Yay, Nicole Gay. I don't know what's creepier, you being a 13-year-old thinking about a 14-year-old's butt or me remembering your joke about yeah. you being a 13-year-old having a 14-year-old's butt. It's okay. I, it's a compliment. If I memorize, if I have any of your jokes memorized, it means I actually pay attention to you, and I think you're funny. Uh, put your so you should say, take it as a compliment. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Sean Durham. Yay! Hello, hello. Okay. Um, what's up, y'all? I'm from uh, Northern California. 
I was um, actually conceived in the traditional Northern California way. My father came into some bong water. My mother took a rip directly to her vagina. Okay. I guess we're not going to laugh at that today. Um, I was, I was uh, born in uh, January, which happens to be nine months after April. So uh, I was either born because my parents had a wild 420 or my father made a large lapse in judgment during April Fool's. Oh, uh, my uh, my dad asked me recently, though, if I uh, plan on getting married, and I, I don't. I'm actually, like, actively working against it. I wouldn't even say the word Mary around my girlfriend. Like, hey, babe, you want to go ride the rotating impaled animals? I'll let that, I'll let that sit for a second. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really have a good representation of marriage. Like, uh, my parents had me as like a last ditch effort to save theirs. And, um, <laughs> okay. And, th and they're divorced now. So I was sort of born a failure. Um, I think I'm going to skip the end of that joke and move on to, uh, I, I'm a, I'm pretty broke right now. I'm at, I'm at that like level of broke where, um, there's a lot of things wrong with my car, but I just keep ignoring them. Like, um, my brakes are out. I'm just like, fuck it. It's okay. Like, I'll just press really hard and hope no strollers roll out in traffic. No? Okay. That was a baby joke. Um, what's the second thing? Oh, yeah, my passenger door doesn't work anymore. It's like, it's fine. I just will stop knowing other people. Okay. <laughs> My check engine light turns on. It's like, it's fine. I'll just kill myself. It's okay. Okay. I'm not laughing at that either today. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, guys. Um, I, uh, I wish my dog knew what I do here. He doesn't have any sense of humor. I, I did learn that, uh, that rats laugh if you tickle them. How do I know that, you ask? Mind your business, I answer. <laughs> what I do at PetSmart at 3 a.m. is between me, God, and those poor defenseless animals. <laughs> you know, since I have a minute left, I'm, instead of finishing this joke, I, I, I wanted to, I had a thought, I haven't really written this out, but um, I uh, was at a restaurant the other day, and I went in the bathroom to wash my hands, and uh, someone had left some pee in the toilet, which is a lot for me to handle because um, now it's like my responsibility. Because if I don't flush it, then I'm like the piss guy that did it. You know, I'm the last one that left the bathroom. Because I don't want to touch the toilet, but I also want to keep up my reputation. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. <laughs> Shondaram, yay! Something creepy's happening in the bathroom. Don't ever lock the door in the bathroom. You'll get locked in there. People have been locked in there, and it's a nightmare, and it's really funny. All right. <laughs> it's funny for us because we're on the outside.
Your next comedian, I'm so glad that he's back in town. He's been gone for a while, and I don't know where he went, but I just noticed that he wasn't around. Um, put your hands together for Jason King. And hey, it's five hey, guys, make some noise for yourselves. What's going on? We're doing the work today. Is this on? Can you hear me? I feel like you can hear me regardless. It doesn't matter. All right, fuck yeah. I, uh, I was in New York recently. That was cool. Um, ever since, uh, what, you know, when I was there, I noticed a lot more things were gentrified. You know, and sometimes, like, when I see, like, uh, you know, more gentrified place, I always think about, like, like, how bold the first gentrifier had to be to, like, put a hipster store in the middle of the hood. You know? Pretty crazy, you know? But, but then you realize that, like, Hipster stores have nothing that robbers want, right? Like if someone stuck up a hipster store, it would look like, all right, let me get all them artisanal jams. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I paid gas money to get here. <laughs> like, you know what, matter of fact, let me just get one of them tan journals. <laughs> I need to... I need to remind myself to never do this again. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, as soon as I got back in San Francisco, I saw a sign that said, uh, Black Trans Lives Matter. And I was like, hey, all black lives matter. <laughs> That's hilarious, all right? <laughs> Don't trick yourselves, all right? It's fucking funny. All right, anyway, let's see what else. I, um, it works in New York, by the way, you fucking blue people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, let's see what else. I, I, started, I started swiping on dudes on Tinder recently. I did, I did. And it's, it's, uh, you know, I'm not, it's not because I'm gay, I'm just I'm having so much trouble with women that I'm thinking that dudes can introduce me to the girls uh, in their pictures. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to have references. <laughs> People, people are like, you can get by without connections. Not in this market, guys. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else. I, uh, what do I have to work on? I, uh, I'm straight edge. I don't do any drugs. So it always like baffles me when like people will speak fondly about what sound like terrible experiences. Right? Like pe people will be like, yeah, so I was getting yelled at by the personification of death. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, why are you paying for this? <laughs> this is crazy, you know? Like, people, people talk about drugs the same way people talk when they finish a mile, you know what I mean? Like, they'll come to you and be like, <gasps> dude, <laughs> fuck, you know? Just like <laughs> all, all the fucking breathing in the world. It's, uh, it's fucking insane, dude. It's okay, cool. All right, that's, that's that one. I, um, I recently got diagnosed with a mental health condition, which is uh, it's exciting. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, it's exciting. It's just, it just, now it means I could act like a shitty person and blame it on that. <laughs> you know, I, this, this photographer, he like messaged me recently. He's like, dude, you still owe me money. And I was like, bro, my ADHD just been acting up for the past nine months. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's going to keep acting up until I get a PlayStation 5. Uh, <laughs> 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 this i uh a lot of people are mad that like ghosting is like a new phenomenon that's going on lately you know but here's the thing at some point people would just abandon you right like 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 
<laughs> like, if you thought you had a lot of questions now, you know, like, like now we're like, uh, like, why? Why did they ghost me? But before it was like, where? And, <laughs> and how? And what happened at the cigarette store? And who did they change their name to? You know what I mean? Like, so many fucking questions. I think one of the, one of the toughest things about ghosting is that I feel like the fact that you have to, like, be mad but also be potentially concerned. Like back then you had to hire a search party for someone just in case the person that kidnapped them also kidnapped their suitcase. All right. I thought that I think that's pretty clever. All right, guys, thank you very much. Peace out. Thank you. Jason King, everyone. All right. All right, your next comedian. We're moving right along. We still have a bunch of people on the list. Clap your hands together for Dan Guan. Yay! <laughs> around hey 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 this is awesome this is cool it's good to see some familiar faces it's cool you guys been having a good 2023 so far yeah all right two guys having fun the rest of us still stuck in two years ago all right cool uh yeah uh i've been thinking about uh i've been thinking about how i've changed like the last couple of years um like one of the things i tried to set out to do was i tried to grow out my hair to be sexier um but i think it worked out too well because uh, when my wife friends grow out their hair, they just look like gods of thunder, like Thor. But then when I grow out my hair, uh, I just look like an Asian woman. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Colin. Yeah, I only started to notice that after I started getting catcalled on Market Street the other day. <laughs> yeah, one time I was on the BART train, and this guy sat next to me and groped my leg. <laughs> and then I had to tell him, I was like, hey, bro, I'm a guy. And this is San Francisco, so he literally said, what's your phone number? I'm into that. You know, like, <laughs> um, I, okay, and the next part of the set, I like to do an impression for you guys. Is that cool? I like to do an impression. Yeah, we like impressions? All right, so I'll uh, just give you a glimpse of my daily life. Uh, that's the sound of my neighbor's alarm clock going off in the mission. Yeah, you guys are wake up at 9 a.m. by a Latino man crying to Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. I like the mission though; it's cool. I like it. I like the huge, like the large Latino influence because it just means that everybody is treated like family. Uh, maybe sometimes a little too much. Uh, the other day, I was on the soccer pitch and we were playing. I was playing shooting around, and this tall 40-year-old man with this like short 15-year-old kid walked by and asked to play some soccer. I was like, "Oh my God, is this your son? That's so cute." And he was like, no, this is my coworker, Juan. Yeah, he just came from Guatemala, you know. Okay, cool. That's, a, that's a much more of a real-life story then. Never mind. Um, speaking, of, uh, speaking of soccer, uh, this, is a, this is a dated joke. You guys, you guys watched the World Cup, <laughs> actually, a month ago? Yeah? Yeah, I feel, I feel weird uh, uh, when I was, like, watching the, the World Cup final because it was an exciting final. Loved it. Uh, realized that I didn't like telling people I was rooting for France. Because when you tell people in the mission you're rooting for France, that's basically almost like telling white people you're a Republican. Like, it's just, okay, one guy gets it. Cool. All right. We'll take that. We'll take that. Um, all right. All, all new, uh, some, some old stuff, some new stuff. I, uh, yeah, uh, lately, the last couple of, couple of months, I've been trying to also, like, help my parents out a while. Uh, like, you guys ever help your parents out with computer stuff? Yeah. Yeah, the other day I was uh, helping my mom set up a bank account, but I realized I don't make this shit easy for people who are immigrants. Because the first question they asked was, hey, what's the name of the high school that you went to? And when I translated that to my mom, she was like, oh, 
Right. We burned that shit down in the communist revolution. <laughs> How do you write that down? <laughs> so I had to come up with the best answer I could think of, which was uh, Asheville High School. Uh, and... <laughs> And that's how, that's how you set up a bank account. Um, okay, cool. I have one last joke. I have a friend who uh, he likes to consider himself a serial dater. He calls himself a serial dater, and that's when you date multiple women all at the same time. And I asked him, I was like, dude, how do you keep track of all these dates? And he's like, oh, it's so simple. I work in business. I just keep an Excel sheet of all the women I'm dating at the same time. Okay, four guys are thinking smart. I think it's good. It's one step. You're one documentary away from being a serial murderer with the Excel sheet of all the murders you had. Just imagine you have like, yep, this lead is way too hot. I'm almost there, and this lead is just drop dead cold. Okay. Okay, cool. I've been Dan Guan. You guys been dope. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. everybody. All right. So we have um, we have four people left, and it's um, Kaparni. Can't, sir, I'm sorry, I can't read from this far away. And Shay and JJ, do you want to like Rosham to see who goes when, or do you want to? Because does any do you? Because I didn't tell you ahead of time, but that in the in the you were here the first. Do you want to go up, Kapani? Put your hands together, everybody, for Kapani. Hey guys, <clears throat> sorry if I'm a little slow today. I uh, I sort of inhaled a lot of bleach yesterday because <laughs> I'm uh, interested in getting into drugs, but I don't have enough money for them. Um, <clears throat> something about me is I uh, I do a lot to fit in. Like I really like fitting in, but like do not lecture me about sustainability because I've been using the same mascara for three fucking years. <laughs> like, I, I wake up with these, like, styes under my eyes, and I sort of look like Greta Thunberg. It's, like, a, it's a great trade-off. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I moved to the Bay Area, like, seven months ago, and I'm really interested in, like, getting involved with comedy, which is why I'm here. And um, I, I call up an alum who did sketch comedy at my college, and now he does sketch comedy here, and I was sort of like, how do I get into this? And he's like, oh, well, we have like this really great diversity program. And I was like, cool. And he's like, yeah, it's like to elevate the voices of like the queer and BIPOC community. And I was like, uh-huh. And he looks at me and he's like, because you're like one of those things, right? <laughs> um, some, oh, I have like a personal vendetta against Sally Rooney. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Do you know who Sally Rooney is? She writes romance novels. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Um, anyway, so Sally Rooney, like, she writes the worst sex scenes, in my opinion, because she'll just be like, and he moved within me, and, like, that's it. Like, she'll, like, set up this, like, really tense scene, and it'll just, like, end, and she, like, won't tell us how sex actually works. And it's, like, frustrating because, like, I'm not, it's not like I'm asking because, like, I've never had sex before, because I totally have. Um, I know that, like, Canadian men yell maple syrup when they ejaculate. Like, <laughs> I've totally had sex before. Um, I went to an all-girls Catholic high school, um, and something about me is that I was, like, really into rules <laughs> for, like, a really long time. So, like, in eighth grade, my favorite unit was, like, learning about gerunds and participial phrases and um, memorizing the catechism of the Catholic Church. And one thing that I always found super interesting was, like, 
who goes to heaven? Like, what is a soul? Blah, 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 blah. And so one day I walk into my religion classroom because that was a real class we had to take. And one of my friends, she goes up to me and she's like, Kapani, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having a bad day because my dog died yesterday. And I was like, oh, uh, I'm so sorry, but at least your dog's not in hell. And she's like, what? And she's like, and I said, well, dogs don't have souls. So she's not in heaven or hell, she's just dead. <laughs> and I wondered why I didn't have very many friends in high school. That's all I have, thank you. Thank the body, everyone. Oh, that was fantastic. That, uh, that's what they told me when I was in fifth grade too, that cats and dogs don't have a soul. And that's when I said, Jesus isn't real, you're all assholes. Don't tell me my cat doesn't have a soul, you fucking judgmental piece of shit. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. If you believe in Christianity, it's so cool. Like everyone just believe in something. But you know what I believe in? Cats. Because you know who's you know who's shown me love in my life? Cats. Has Jesus ever shown me love? Not really. Just a lot of judgment and everybody telling me I'm not good enough. You're I'm just uh, there you go. But you, but everyone who believes it is great. It's just so funny. Today, you guys, you should check out my Facebook. My brother just did a sermon. And I put a thing, I shared it, and I said, is telling a sermon, like headlining at church? So my brother is doing better. My brother's doing better than me at comedy. Now he's headlining churches. And I'm like getting nothing. No, I'm not getting, I'm getting love. It's everything is good. All right, your next comedian, put your, don't die. Put your, don't die. Put your hands together for Shay. Yeah. I can save myself a lot of useless tears. Okay, all right, that works. How's everybody doing? Y'all good, everybody good? Okay, that's good, that's good. Where should I start? Okay, first, I grew up really religious, so I wanna start in a prayer. Thank you, white Jesus, for coming down and looking after me today. Make sure that I don't insult any of the women in here and get canceled. Make sure that all my jokes are just right under the racial line, aka the Mason-Dixon. <laughs> and most importantly, Lord God, I really hope that that dude's shoes are a size 13. Are they a size 13? God damn. I was gonna rob your shoes. You know how black people do. Okay, let's start this off. I am black. Raise your hand if you're black. Somebody make some noise if you're black. Okay, so I can really use my real comedy name. My real comedy name is That Nigga in Comedy. I got it from James Brown because he says we're black and we're... Yeah, that was really low. You racist motherfuckers, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Look, I love to, as a black person, I love the privileges that I get to have because I don't get to have very many of them. So the privileges that I get, I get to use, I love. My favorite thing to say is the N-word, followed closely by bitch. Let me tell you why I like to say the N-word first, because you can always use the N-word to, to get out of any situation with white people. I'll give an, I'll give an example. Them some nice shoes. 
Nigga, give me them shoes. It's like a white person. It's tied down. All right. Second reason why I like to say the N-word is because it means so many different things. Like when I say the N-word, it can mean hello. It can mean goodbye. It can mean what's up. It could mean fuck you. It could mean I'm about to rob you. It could mean get the fuck out of my house, bitch, and never come back. Has anyone ever had that? Anyone ever used the N word like that? He knows what I'm talking about. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of my house, nigga. All right. Uh, now I want to move on to my Christian jokes. All right. All right. Who in here loves Jesus? Anybody love Jesus? I love Jesus because he's a rich white man in the sky. What's wrong with that? And he was the last person to teach me the most important lesson that you can ever learn in life. This ain't even a joke. This is serious. Jesus taught me you never fuck with Jews without no money. This is that nigga in comedy. Everyone, yay! All right, we have two comics left. One of them is me. So stick around because I'm trying to. Thank you. Well, I'm trying to. Pra I'm. And I'm not next. It's going to be JJ and then me. But I want. I'm, I'm practicing this. I'm doing a three tonight here, and then I'm going to balance it against a totally different three at the next place because I get to. I get to try out for like TV people, and they said that they liked that I. They liked my performance quality, which means that I'm like, all right, I'm doing act outs, but it's which one do I do? So anyways, I'd like your opinions. Thank you, I know, it's exciting. I know, I have a theater degree. Like I can totally memorize any, that's why I memorize fucking Nick Holke's jokes, Jesus Christ. You don't think I have Lauren Kraut's entire 20 minutes memorized? I know, if I can think about, I mean, just give me a script to memorize. I'm done, I'll get it done. I can memorize anything. I should be a Disney mom, but then I'd have to get Botox and I'm just not interested in that. Your next comedian, put your hands together for JJ. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, yeah, uh, somebody talked about ADHD today, so like, I forgot what I was going to talk about. So I was like, let me talk about ADHD. And uh, I got to mail my plumber some edibles, and I've been really lagging on doing that and going to the post office. Um, I was supposed to go drop them off like a week ago. I talked to him. And uh, I found out that he's got uh, cancer, so uh, he's about to start uh, chemo uh, in three weeks. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm a general contractor. That's what I do for work. So uh, I got a bunch of cool guys around me. Uh, like, uh, I've been hearing a lot of bad news, I feel like, lately, including uh, my plumber uh, getting sick and... Uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, that's all I got there. So moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a lot of uh, anxiety um, growing up. I had anxiety. I didn't really know what it was, deadlines and stuff like that. 
were pretty uh, pretty fun, you know. And uh, in college, I found out I had ADHD, and uh, I uh, pretty much cheated on like every test. And now I own my own business, so every day is pretty overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> it's like a crippling fear. Um, but it's like, did I do anything right every month? It's like, oh, taxes are due, or W-9s, or 1099s, or employee payrolls, and uh, every time I fuck it up, I feel like a different way. So I've recently hired someone to help me with stuff, and that's why I'm like going and finding time to do things like this. Um, yesterday was my first time going on stage, and uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, thank you, thanks guys. Um, so yeah, so um, anyways, uh, I was watching the Manti Teo documentary, and like this shit is crazy because I like was gonna enjoy myself. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but it's like a college football player that how do I even explain this? Um, he got catfished, and then he got canceled. I guess I don't even know. And uh, yeah, there's a documentary about it. It's like a guy that tricked him, thought he was a hot Asian girl, and uh, this football player uh, that was like a star quarterback um, for Notre Dame, uh, he ended up, uh, yeah, so that's what the documentary's about, but I, so I'm about to get high and just watch this documentary, and uh, I find out, oh wait, I've actually been catfished when I was like 14, a freshman, and so that was an interesting way to watch a documentary. Like, I had to pause a few times and be like, wait, I repressed these memories <laughs> so deep down that, like, they're coming up 15 years later. Um, so, uh, yeah, that that was uh, the other night. So maybe there's a bit there. I don't know. Um, yeah, I um, have been thinking about getting, uh, well, I got a wax. And that was the most painful experience I've ever had in my entire life. Um, so I, uh, will never do that again. I felt like my nipples got ripped off on the wax paper and, um, it's, yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty painful. Um, so I think I'm going to get only, uh, laser hair <laughs> removal done and, uh, I'm, uh, um, if I was ever going to go that route, um, yeah. Okay. Um, are there any Indian people here? Indian people? No? Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's my time. Thank you. <laughs> Yay! He's the lone Indian person in the room. It's JJ. Don't be afraid, kind sir. You'll be fine. Yay. Okay. So um, I'm going to run around. I'm going to run around, do jokes. Uh, laugh for me. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Okay. So we have to pretend for this that I'm wearing my baked potato jacket. We know my baked potato. So there's a jacket I wear where it's silver and it looks uh, like I'm a baked potato. It's like a totally silver thing. And so I'm going to come up on stage and they're going to say, Pam Benjamin. Let me start my time over. They're going to say, Pam Benjamin. Yeah. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I used to be a cheerleader for God. God, and he is the sun god. Ra, ra, 
I know that I'm dressed like an intergalactic cheer coach or a baked potato. They say you are what you eat. I just got my 23andMe back. I'm 28% Irish and 72% Trader Joe. I eat so much Trader Joe. You eat Trader Joe's. The Trader Joe people? How, what's, yeah, what's your percent of Trader Joe? What's your percent? You're a one percent? You're a one percenter? Not even nothing? Not even the grapefruit juice? I, I, oh, it's too far away. See, I am, I walk, I walk the blocks. I need the grapefruit juice. I, I need it. I need the acid because I am so basic. <laughs> oh, jeez. And none of you, none of you said, my dear Charles Shaw, you are so great. Never failing to inebriate. <laughs> none of you. None of you are alcoholics. All right. That's fine. I did write an entire ode to Charles Shaw. Of course, I, I have a degree in poetry. Oh, God. I, it's, I have an advanced degree. It wasn't a bad decision. It was a poor decision. <laughs> I'm never going to make any money ever. It's impossible. But I did think, I thought, oh, I know how to make money with a poetry degree. I'll write lyrics. They, they make money, right? And I'll, I'll write them for death metal. Because there's only like nine words in those songs. So come on, right? So my first song is about things people like. Puppies, kittens, unicorns, lots of porn. People love porn. They love it. And end rhyme. It makes them feel complete. The, the second one is about assonance, which is rhyming the vowel sounds between words. Rappers call it slant rhyme. At dawn with chainsaws. For those of you that don't speak death metal, that's at dawn with chainsaws. It's about carving up dead, bloated whales in Alaska at dawn. Very metal concept. My last song, gonna be my big moneymaker, 26-year-old's Lament. I have the worst roommate. Knock, knock, knock on the door while I masturbate. Oh, mom. Why do I still live with my mom? <laughs> Thank you. That's a death growl. That's a convention of death metal. I've been Pam Benjamin. Yay! <laughs> Shit, so that's 3.30. That's not even, it's not even three minutes. It's still too long. I'm going to have to cut the fat. That's going to be tough. Do we like my death metal? But it's for PG, I've got to be PG-13. And it's for TV stuff. So masturbate is, is pretty much as far as I can go, right? I mean, and that might even be a little bit too far. Like, that might even be. I know 12-year-olds do that. It is PG-13. Technically, they're doing it. But I, that's the only thing that I'm a little bit like. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's for this Keenan thing. And it's the contest. And it's three minutes. And so 
So I've got, I mean, it's three minutes, and I feel like those are likable jokes, and they're cute and likable. And the Trader, everyone goes to Trader Joe's. Maybe I just less crowd work on the trade, no crowd work on the Trader Joe's. That'll, that'll cull that 30 seconds, yeah? Okay. Yes, faster transitions. Okay, thank you. Every word weighs a 10. I'm gonna condense it so that, no, seriously, I want it to be like, it's three minutes, and I want it to be like the hottest three minutes with an act out, and the tiniest bit of crowd work. But I'm not too fast, but I'm fucking in there, and I'm going to be dressed like super cute. And I'm just going to be like, I'm old and young, weird. Ah! And then hopefully they'll be like this. And, you know, because I really, I could be a Disney mom. There's no reason. Okay. Um, is this you or person? Do you want to do jokes? You or you? Or are you just here to be people? Or do you want to, what's your name? Come at me, you're next. Michael, Michael! Yeah. Oh, how's it going, y'all? Heck yeah. How's it? Heck yeah. As you can see, I'm black now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been here in a while. I came here like last year once. Um, since then, I was out getting a job so I could actually pay to stand up here, you know? <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I also found $5 on the ground on the way here. That was a good luck sign. And then it was so funny because, like, I literally look up and there's a homeless dude looking at me and he's just like, like sorry, man, finders keepers, bro. Like, so, um, yeah, I just got off a job fundraising. So I was fundraising actually for suicide prevention and anti-bullying, something near and dear to my heart. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, it's actually the second leading cause of child death. Um, it's pretty shitty, but um, it's all good. That's why I, I thought I would quit my coffee job and raise funds for this. So, um, you know, fundraising made me realize, like, um, how much I hate online donations. Like, you know, so I'll, like, be pitching somebody, hey, super quick. Kids with suicide prevention and anti-bullying. I don't know if you heard, second leading cause of child death. So we partnered up with Safeway, accepted one-time donation. And so they'll just look at the table and be like, oh, um, I can do this online, right? And I was just like, oh, yeah, sure you can. And they'll be like, cool, I'll just do that, bye. And there goes my paycheck, just walks away. And it's like a few weeks on the job and I'm already being automated. <laughs> also, what I realized was um, woke, um, doesn't mean the same thing to some white people as it does to black people. Um, like, I don't know what woke means to you guys, but um, what, what, so this is how I found out. So I flagged somebody down. Hey, super quick, we're helping kids with suicide prevention and anti-bullying. I don't know if you heard, it's the second leading cause of child death, so we're accepting one-time donations to provide free mentorship and education. And so um, this white lady, um, she asked us if we're religiously affiliated. It happens all the time. And I'm like, no, I want to help the kids. She's like, are you a woke organization? No. Oh, yes, because you know I think helping the kids with suicide prevention is pretty woke, right, man? Uh, so I say, yeah, we're a woke organization. And then she goes on to explain. Well, that's why I can't donate, because woke actually stands for willing and obedient to the kingdom of evil. <laughs> so I think I just ran into a religiously affiliated person. Heck yeah, so it's MLK Day. Let's hear it for MLK, y'all. Let's hear it for MLK. I don't know, I didn't hear any credit for MLK the whole time. Um, you know, we've come a long way since then. We got, uh, shoot, we got our own street, MLK Boulevard. Yeah, anyone been to MLK Boulevard? I know this guy has. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know what you guys, have, anybody been camping lately? Well, I don't know if, you, you know, about Joshua Tree or like Yosemite. But like MLK is a great camping place. I don't know. If, have you guys seen the tents down there? Yo, this is making s'mores and everything, dude. It's great. 
But um, honestly, you guys, no, it's not funny. I like, uh, well, it's hilarious. But um, I hope, like, streets aren't the new civil rights movement. Like, I hope we're not, like, thinking that's activism. Because, like, you know, now they got Oscar Grant Boulevard. Like, perfect. And it's right in front of Fruitvale. Like, thanks, you guys. <laughs> and <laughs> Cesar Chavez just, like, marks right where the Mexican neighborhoods are. And shoot, Too Short has his own street now. Like, what did Too Short really do for civil rights? <laughs> yeah, pimping, right? He just did a lot of pimping. You know, I thought the street for pimps was uh, International Boulevard. <laughs> so, um, speaking of travel destinations, like, um, how about those floods? Like, that was crazy. We were just all inside, right? Dude, in Oakland, uh, who, how many people here are from Oakland, first off? I didn't even ask. This guy right here. <laughs> this whole set is for this guy, right? The fuck here? But, dude, they're, like, surfing in Oakland, just, like, on the streets that are underwater. And, um, you know, a lot of people thought it was because of climate change or, like, you know, the end of the world, end of days. And I just thought it was just poor city planning, like, poor drainage. Honestly, um, honestly, I think I could have laid down way better pipes than the city of Oakland. They should have just called me in too short. Heck, yeah, what else? We, oh, um, any... Cool, got you, last one. I kind of paid to be here. <laughs> so, uh, all good. So, um, any, like, New Year's resolutions? No? Uh, well, I just go to, like, mine's just, like, I like to go to the gym. So uh, I've been going to the gym lately. It just feels like a safe place, and everyone there is just so strong. Like, honestly, if everybody didn't look so, like, sweaty and grumpy, like this guy in the glasses right here, like, I would <laughs> just go around and give him a high five. Um, I think, honestly, if somebody came in with a gun, uh, we could probably beat them up. We're all so strong. We could just all just gang up and beat the, just jump this motherfucker. But, you know, one thing that does concern me about the gym, though, is that uh, we're all so tightly packed together that I wonder, like, who's holding in a fart? Like, who here is holding in a fart? Because, <laughs> and how far are we away from, like, it bus bursting? So that's why whenever I leave the gym, um, I just make sure I make, I let a nice long one rip. And that's all, you guys. Thank you guys so much. Keep your hands clapping for Michael. We do this every, uh, mon every Monday and 6 o'clock and Fridays at 6 o'clock. Check out all our other shows. Thank you so much for being here. And um, always DM me. If you Venmo, I don't actually have control of the Venmo, so I don't see that. So make sure you DM me if you want a spot. But yay, we did it. Is anyone going to Blarney Stone? They want to give me a ride? All right. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio. We love the money. Yay. Face McRat. <laughs> Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy. Oh, pre-sign. 
by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. The best barbecue in San Francisco and free comedy? Come get messy with the sauce every Wednesday, 7 p.m. at Baby Blues Barbecue at 3149 Mission Street, just past Cesar Chavez. Hilarious Bay Area stand-up comics, amazing smoked meats, and $5 cans of standard deviant brew. This neighborhood gym is a bizarre and fun weekday night treat with free comedy to tickle your ribs. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. at Baby Blues Barbecue. Reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite to let us know you're coming to laugh. Yee-hoo! Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino. I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on, hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses, the print's too small. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. It's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in Who's That Live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to Who's That Live.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please, reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when... The... Comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. 
Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party.